Well, he hello everybody. My name is Henry Adames. Uh, they call me Morenaje. This is the first time I'm here. Hey everybody, it's me, El Coqui. What's good everybody? This is Alex. Thank you for listening and we're here to do it. What up everybody? This is your boy Romanes, aka The Funny Latino, and this is once again The Spark Cat. All right, all right, all right. And now for the queen, everybody clap your hands for the queen. I'm Lisa, let's do this. <laughs> Marijuana is a combination of shredded leaves, stems, and flower buds of the cannabis sativa plant. Marijuana can be smoked, eaten, vaporized, brewed, and even taken topically, but most people smoke it. Topically? Damn right. Perfume? Mm -hmm. Cologne? Like a, like I haven't lotion. heard that one. <laughs> That's a new one for me. <laughs> I'm sure there's uh, lotions infused. We're going to talk with someone about that a little later <coughs> We're on. We're going to get but, into that. Uh, but the initial use of marijuana is? Smoking it. There you go. How do you know that? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. That was really quick. Because you know what? It seems, though, like even though it's illegal it's still in a lot of places, it still seems like people are not uh, worried about that that much anymore. So you smell it everywhere. So even if you don't smoke it, it's hard for you not to be exposed to it in some way, shape, or form. I agree. It's everywhere. I mean, I mean, you can't. I went to college, you know, and uh, I, I, I experimented, of course. I love it. I Shit, love college, uh, in high school. What you <laughs> People in high school right now, <laughs> I, I go outside my building and I see a whole bunch of little kids. I mean, people who I believe to be little kids between 14 years of age. Sometimes I've seen 12-year-olds. Forgetting the fact that smoking stunts your growth, so maybe they're 24 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it didn't happen with me because I'm 6'7", so that, that oh. didn't <laughs> Well, I, gotta, I, I remember my first joint. My first joint, I'll never forget. I was actually 12 years old. I was in summer camp. It was me and my boy, Gilly. I think we were going to um, the rink, and he was like, all right, Goku, you ready to do this? And I was just like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. Okay, what we got to do? He's like, well, we got to light this in, and we're going to pull, and we're going to... We're just gonna take it in. Man, we had such a blast at the skate key, and it was my inauguration of, <laughs> of smoking weed, and I felt like I was cool. I felt and, like I was in. And, you know? and ro just roller like, skating? Oh, man. Roller skating? And roller skating. Busting your ass. At <laughs> skate key. And laughing every time you that, that was old school. That, that's how we did it then. <laughs> S&S, smoking and skating. I dig that. Wow, what a combination. Well, I, I mean, I don't do it anymore the first time and the last time. that it, Well, I did it a couple of times when I was in high school, but it wasn't on my block. I, I lived in Washington Heights, and everybody did it. But in order for me to, all he gave me was a sore throat because it wasn't enough. It, for, I was always the tall guy, the big guy. Did you try and to it swallow was always, a nugget or No, it was, it was like 12 of us for one little, they burned the tips of their fingers nice. trying to smoke you know the rule, two tokes and pass, two tokes and pass. There's too Get, many of us, two tokes and pass. ¿Qué está fumando, loco? La uña mía estoy fumando. Let me tell you, I remember somebody once offered me uh, a taste of it because I had never really had it, and, and I didn't really have it either because I put it on the tip of my mouth, and the, the taste of it grossed me out that I didn't even pull from it. I was just like, nah, you know what? I'm good. Here you go. You know, it's not for everybody. It really, really is. And I can actually respect those who... Uh, don't have a taste for uh, weed, uh, cannabis, whatever, or whatever you want to call it. You know, well, you know what? It's smoker. funny. It's funny you say whatever you want to call it. So there, let's go into the technical term of marijuana. We know it as marijuana, but initially it was hemp. It has a well. It's we called, all know it's THC. We okay. all know the basic ingredients for cannabis, as we all know, is THC, and THC stands for tetrahydrocannabinol. 
Okay. Uh, whoa. That is the main source of what gives you that psychoactive feeling ah. when you inhale. Now, as we know, eating is a totally different uh, feeling. Make take longer. But there are different ways to do weed. But as we all, uh, at least for me, I got inducted into smoking weed. And that's how I enjoy my weed. So, so in plain English, that's the thing that gets you high. The THC. <laughs> the THC. All right, Correct. The THC. Yes, THC. Okay. Well, Which, by the way, is released because you're smoking it. It goes into your bloodstream. Exactly. Much quicker. And it affects yes. the way your body operates. Action. Yes. Action. So exactly. the conversation that we're having, you know, in celebration of 420, because although we don't partake or we may partake, but whatever, we still have to celebrate and acknowledge the holiday, 420. And 420 is marijuana day. But let's be honest. It's a made-up holiday. Let's not go too further from that. I agree. It is a made-up holiday. We, we get paid double Such for as it. all other holidays have been made up. I okay? agree. I agree. It's the only day that I would... Be fine with the FedEx guy being late and, and, and the, <laughs> the mailman being late because I understand you're celebrating. All right, dude, but you ate half of my batch of cookies that I ordered. You understand? The conversation we're having with the SparkCast is marijuana, bueno o malo. So we're going to need to take tallies. We're going to keep tallies because we're going to arrive to the conclusion based on how we keep tallies on whether marijuana is good or bad. Now, Obviously, it's up for a major debate. It's not something that just this panel right here can conclude. But we're going to get into a funny and fun and knowledgeable discussion about the pros and cons of marijuana. I'm going to go into the cons because I'm not one to smoke it. And I think that a lot of people just use the excuse of, oh, but it's medicinal. Yeah, but are you sick is the question, right? So okay. it cures right. cancer. Really? Well, if it did, I think that a lot more people that even have cancer and smoke it, then it, they would be cured and not pass away from it, right? Now, a few of the side effects actually of smoking marijuana is feelings of panic and fear, paranoia, hallucinations, trouble concentrating, decreased ability to perform tasks that require coordination, and decreased interest in completing tasks. Okay. Also, side effects of waking up too early. I, I'm going to say that. Because if I wake up too early, I'm going to feel the same exact way. All right? Unless I was smoking marijuana True. in my dreams, I don't get why I wake up and feel that same exact way. But okay, I do gather. You All know right. what's really funny? I mean, those effects, those negative effects, such as Lisa just stated, they are more so, in my opinion, for the smoker who's not a daily smoker. Okay? So that means someone who doesn't talk every day at least two three times a day whatever uh how many times you smoke i know how many times i smoke but that's none of your business but i will <laughs> say that the more you smoke those uh feelings of um anxiety and paranoia subside because i'm never paranoid and actually when i don't smoke a daily dose of cnn gives me a, a paranoid attack like like you would not believe oh, yeah. okay you know so uh, for me it brings my paranoia down much so, because without it, I'm really scared of this world sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to be real. Like, you know, I love coffee, and caffeine is, I think, one of the most addictive and overused drugs that we have in our country, followed by Absolutely. alcohol, which is another one, Absolutely. socially accepted um, drug, because it's a drug. Anything that alters your state and your mind or affects your emotions once you take it is a drug. Absolutely. Between nicotine and caffeine and anything that ends with ene, will make you feel a certain kind of way. And if you can't have access to it, you're going to bug out. Look, America runs on exactly. Yeah. Why? Because we're addicted to it. Addiction is profit in this country. Ah. 
plain and simple, guys. We all know this. So if you're addicted to nicotine, they're going to push those cigarettes. They're going to push it on your heart. If you're addicted to alcohol, they're going to push it on your heart. Any addiction can be a profit for someone in this country. And when you know that, then... That's half the battle. So, so who's profiting of the use of cannabis marijuana at the moment? Don't tell me the the brother on the corner that you go to will be like, yo. Eh. You know what? It's funny that you say that because the fact that Colorado right now is a booming state and their boom is due to people leaving their job, starting a career, selling weed legally in Colorado, and the 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 taxes that the state is receiving and the business that is generating is paying for itself in numbers, in numbers. I don't see why other states can't see the benefit of that. We talk about economy. We talk about what we want to sell. We, we have an opioid problem in this country, okay. and yet our country still worried about how much weed's being sold. Well, Wake up. You, you know what? Not to change the subject, but opioid is a problem for certain people. For example, opioids are isn't covered by Medicaid. Crack was a problem for Hispanics. My point, my point exactly. There was no panic. <laughs> there was no panic. Okay? Opioids are in the white community now. All right? They are flipping out, folks. But us Latinos aren't worried about it. Like I said, Medicaid don't cover that. We should worry. <laughs> you know, we, we, we should be very worried. That's the worried. bottom line because opioids, people pay cash. People in the higher tax bracket don't get cover, free coverage or insurance. Opioids aren't, isn't covered by their well, insurance. Well, you know, funny. And, and, and to be quite frank, there is some medical cannabis or marijuana use that is covered by medical insurance. By medical, by some medical insurance. I'm not sure which ones, but I'm pretty sure there is. Can we can we look into that? Because I I bet you that if there was an official medical coverage insurance company. That would definitely say, guess what, guys, to end the debate on who's paying for it and who's going to get approved for getting it. We're going to be the ones to cover the, co the, um, the expenses on medical marijuana. And guess what winds up happening there? Right. Legalization across the board, because now you have controlled monetization. And when the government sees that, then they feel a lot more. Um, prone to accepting marijuana. Now, to touch real quick on Colorado, Colorado is very interesting because that particular state was in complete shambles i think a lot of its uh surrounding areas were depreciating uh -huh. yes uh, i think they were about to go go bankrupt with their with their um you know post office like they were suffering and then a couple entrepreneurs because that's what they are you know um came through and said you know what had an idea yeah but how Dispen big is, Disp how, how dispensaries big is how big is colorado We're, ginormous bro <laughs> really it's a ginormous state it but, is a huge but state. you know but nobody what? nobody i mean i if you They're ask not just skiing <laughs> in Colorado, folks. They're, yeah. Okay? They're not just skiing. Right. All right? And at if, all. And if they are skiing, they're taking their time <laughs> at the top of the mountain before they come down. But no, what, what happened in Colorado was this. The government watched them boom through this whole controlled area where they were legalized. They were controlling the sales and, you know, controlling. So they're the guinea pig. The, well, in essence, what occurred was the government allowed them to do it but then made it very difficult for them to control the way that their money was being moved around. See, apparently there's a law in Colorado, I don't know if it still exists, but there was a law in place that if your money was made from marijuana sales, no bank was allowed 
to store your money. No bank should do business with you. So those guys were forced to have to put their money in other banks. Do we not see the hypocrisy? I'm not going to say that there's a reason why we have a lot of Canadian banks now in America. And I'm going to tell you something about Canada. I was in Montreal for the... um, just for laughs comedy fest there last year and you saw everybody smoking weed outside everybody like was, was yo like it was a cigarette like it was <laughs> like, like was starbucks and marijuana it was <laughs> but like it feels like it's like that now here in new york city ever since this president took over i'm realizing everywhere i walk in new york city there's more people not giving a shit and just smoking weed out in the open so so tell me so what the hell is wrong with jeff sessions can somebody tell me that why is he still in the 1930 reef of madness uh Inclinization. Tell us about that reefer madness because that has something to do with how we were educated. It's a fear-mongering movie, one that was made in the 1930s because weed was being smoked by white teenagers in America. Of course, the politicians of that time were afraid. Our kids are, and all they were were horny, hungry, and just zoning out. That was it. But no, what did the government do? They made a movie called Reefer Madness, and it demonized weed. Not only did it demonize weed, they made sure that it was not sold in any white community. Where did weed go to? To the black and Hispanic communities. Do your research. You will see everything that I'm saying is absolutely true all right okay. but now but, but that was that was 1930 we're in 2018 exactly and exactly. i haven't and seen there's that still movie. this demonization towards weed you're exactly right it's 2018 henry why do we got a guy by the name of jess sessions who's telling me weed is a, a gateway drug to other drugs that's a crock of you know what maybe to you but that may be the case for some people maybe that is a gateway drug for some people you know, the same way alcohol could be a gateway drug for some people, because a lot of times what happens is people are chasing that first high. It's like I've heard smokers say that they've never felt the same way that they did as the first time they took their first puff of a cigarette. I've heard a lot of people tell me that about smoking. And so are you chasing that first high constantly? I, I don't and think so that may be a gateway drug. I for don't some think people. anything, anything, anything that we tend to learn or appreciate will be better than the first time. Well, I think uh, I, the first time is always the greatest. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. As, as a former smoke, smoker, for, for instance, I used to be against smoking hookah. I used to, be, I used to hate it. But now when I, I work clubs, I DJ, what's the first thing that the club owner does? Tu quiero una hookah. Toma tu hookah ahí. Of course. What, what flavor? Menta, whatever it is. And you see me puffing, and I'm drinking my, my Green Label, which is a Heineken, if you don't know what it is. And it, and it does give you a buzz. And I'm, this, is, this is something that's legal here in New York City. And um, they're trying to make it illegal, as far as, as, far as I know. But, but the point here is, it's not about looking for that high or that you're going to get addicted. addicted. People who get addicted, in, in my opinion, are very weak in mind. How do you get addicted well, to hookah? We, uh, oh, okay, I thought well, we were talking about anything, hookah right now. To anything. It's all about self-control. It's about knowing your limits. It's about, okay, sitting down like, do I really need to smoke weed? Because that's what I did. I mean, I, when I was in high school, we used to, everybody get $5. And I'm like sitting to myself that the same thing we used to do with Newports. When we smoke cigarettes, I'm like, I'm wasting $13 every three days smoking cigarettes. Do I really need this? All I get is a sore throat. It really doesn't do anything to me. I could spend the $13 in four packs of Café Bustelo and I'll, and I'll get the same buzz. So I stopped smoking, you know. 
How old were you when you stopped smoking? 16. 16 years old. Okay. So and I started, I started and now, at, and you start, at 14. How old were you? You was 14. So for a good two years, you was a constant smoker. I was a constant smoker. I, was in, I used to get out of school. I mean, it was the cool thing to do, okay. especially when you're looking for girls. Because mm-hmm. you're in high school, you're not really going to school to learn. Nobody goes to high school to learn. I used to go outside, bought my Newports, lit, strike a pose. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, you just got the history of a smoker by well, that's, Henry that's what, Adams. That's, that's, what it, that's the bottom line. I didn't really feel anything. I didn't feel like... There, was, there were people that did go to high school though to learn. <laughs> yeah, there were. There were there some, were yes. some. Few. Very few, Henry. Very few. I'll, I'll say a 65%. But the same way that there are very few that can do what you did and just decide, you know what? I, this what what am, what am I doing? Like, And you can cut it out of your life cold turkey. Not everybody can do that. Yeah, well, I've known people who've tried to stop smoking weed and can't. Well, you know what? I think that's a, a lack of effort on their behalf. I agree. Which happens to be one of the, um, uh, what was the side effects of mm. being a marijuanero? <laughs> but with that being said, this is the SparkCast and this is episode two. Thank you for listening. And the conversation today is marijuana bueno o malo. Mm. And uh, thus far, what we concluded is one pro and one con. So right now it's tied up. And let's introduce a very special guest. Today, joining us is Janika Vasquez, and she is the co-founder of a homegrown NYC. Uh, homegrown NYC is a, I'm going to say, holistic uh, product line, and I'm going to have her tell us a little bit more about homegrown NYC. Janika. Hey, guys. Welcome. First off, let me just say I'm honored to be on this panel today. Thank you, thank you. I love this conversation, obviously. Um, So I started Homegrown NYC maybe like two years ago, and it was just a way for me to express myself creatively while also enjoying one of my favorite um, ingredients, THC. (laughs) Um, Since then, we've grown and expanded from that. We host art events where our product is sold. We also host a comedy jam, which I had the pleasure of having Roman be a comedian on there. All right. Um, And basically, it's just a way to kind of introduce marijuana in a positive way into my community. Um, I'm born and raised in the Bronx, and uh, I feel like art and marijuana kind of go hand in hand. With the Bronx? With with the Bronx. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there's such a strong art community out here, and honestly, there's no better way to get into your, your creative juices than without enjoying t- marijuana. When was your first experience with weed? Ooh. <laughs> um, probably when I was in high school. I didn't really get high the first time, oh, though, so. I would say, because I didn't know what I was doing. I was inhaling, but not too much to get the the psychoactive effects. You, you know it. what? It could quite possibly be that you were nervous, not expecting it, not knowing what to happen, and therefore maybe the high just skipped you. Yeah, exactly. Or so I've heard, <laughs> you know? But my first, first real experience was when I went to the movies with a group of friends and we actually hotboxed the car. And I think that's what did it because there was no place to go at that point. And um, we got high and it was probably the best movie experience I've ever had. Question. <laughs> Do you remember what movie it was? Movie? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it was one of the, um, those Twilight movies. 
one of them. I didn't really remember it too much, but I had a good. I wonder why. She didn't remember that it was one of the Twilights, but I can't really recall which one it was. <laughs> it's like, vampires. It's something. You remember the ending? Yeah, there was a bunch of letters on a black <laughs> screen. Something. Something something like and that. everybody got up. <laughs> it was great. That's really cool. Well, can you tell us a little bit of, as to why you decided to launch this Homegrown NY initiative? Mainly because uh, a friend of mine, she's actually in the culinary profession. Her and I kind of came together and decided that we wanted to go into business for ourselves. So this was a way that we were able to, um, like I said, use our, our skill sets as people who are interested in culinary arts and also people who are enjoyers of marijuana and kind of infuse those two and create a product that everyone could enjoy. So as a business, how has, has this launched for you? Is it? I mean, is business very good right now? Business is pretty good. Hey I can't lie. Hey I have a, a pretty good following. You can follow us on Instagram, Homegrown NYC, or Twitter, Homegrown NYC. Um, I think what makes us as popular as we are is definitely the kind of feedback and the, the following that we get from our events. Paint and Chill is an interactive art experience. All the attendees get an 8x10 canvas. Mm -hmm. You also get to enjoy our beautiful products. You get to sit in a room with other creatives who are high and hard at work. And, just uh, and <laughs> what are some of the uh, yeah, some of the products that are like, the, like really yeah, popular some about right the products. now that your guests or your clients are really enjoying? I would say our most popular treat at the moment is our cookies and cream bar, and it's kind of like a Man, very close. Good, right? <laughs> cookies and cream, guys. Mm, let me get that cookies and cream. Yeah, I, like I have that a sample for you guys to try. Um, it's very close to the rendition of the cookie, the Hershey's cookies and cream nice. bar that we all know and love. You heard that Hershey's? <laughs> very close. <laughs> Um, probably better though because obviously the positive effects that come the out of the cream it. lasts a little longer. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Have you come across any like legalities or maybe anyone frowning upon you know what you're doing? Maybe something that's made you second guess as to whether this is the right direction to dedicate your entrepreneurships? Nah, I've heard nothing but great things from this, and I've gotten nothing but positive feedback from starting this business. I go to a lot of workshops and seminars, so I'm lucky to be in the black market cannabis community that does exist in New York City because very soon it should be legalized here for sure. So you mean black market like underground? Underground, like underground yeah. clandestine. Yeah, there we're alive and well. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I was I was very um I'm very proud to have been part of one of your events. It was fun as shit. A lot of <laughs> wonderful people, very cool collective. And what I dug was as you walked in, let me tell you something. This company is super thorough, folks. You do business with them, you're going to continue doing business with them because they are very, how can I say, a, a very approachable. You don't need to be worried about anything. Um, I'm, 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 yeah, I guess I'm endorsing Homegrown NYC. Yes. Well, yes. Right. Yes. Roman, Roman, real quick, though, real quick, real quick. At her event, were you high? No. <laughs> oh. And I'm going to tell you why. The nice thing is they greet you like you're entering a freaking red carpet event and they tell you, here's your gift. Thank you for being here. Do not invibe while you're in here. And I'm like, invibe. All right. Uh, I like Siri, invibe. And, and then what Siri told me was, you know, don't elevate yourself. I in see. Pr pretty much. Yeah. I see. <laughs> you know? So it was a great event. So, yeah, thank you so very, very, 
very much. Can you tell us um, a little bit more of co- some of the products that you have available or maybe anything that's probably exclusive to Homegrown NY? Yes. Um, right now, our cereal bars, we have an assortment of different flavors. I would say five right now. Our cookies and cream bar, of course. We have our lemon coconut square, which is very refreshing, great for the springtime. Um, I just made my first ice cream, edible ice cream. So I'm sure your staff is growing as, as well as your business is growing, correct? Um, I'm kind of like a one woman show. Oh, so you're in charge of part. everything. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. you can say that. Um, I have a few people that help me here and there, like my girl Emma. She does my social media. Um, I have my boyfriend, who's always a big supporter of mine, who helps me behind the scenes with baking and all my events. And like, I'll get a few like help helpers here I, and there. I got a, I got a question for you. Where do you get your ingredients from, specifically <laughs> the THC? Because we all know that it's still illegal here in in, in New York City, so in a way, you're sort of dealing it at the same time, or or selling it at the same time. So that's that's a question that's in my mind at the moment. Yeah, I would say I'm I'm your favorite drug dealer because that's <laughs> is that is that what you consider yourself though? Would you? I mean, it's not a drug at this point. It's an it's something that's infused and you can eat. It's not a drug at that point. I think. And remember, folks ingested is a totally different because think about it they also have infused cupcakes with like patron and hennessy and you know they also have now jack daniels for this summer is releasing a jack and coke popsicle and they also just in case they'll have a sugar-free one if you have diabetes but don't care about your liver obviously um and they also have one which is jack and diet coke if in case you're also caring about your health in that way i mean they have wine sorbet so i mean there you go yeah, now what do you lisa do you think there's a difference between those products and what our friend has here i, I don't i guess it's probably alcohol after a certain point probably is just not as strong in an ice cream as probably thc would be right now now here's my question to you miss vasquez you i would say are 100 percent like a proponent in favor of you yes. know, the use of <laughs> THC, right? Yes. Is there an age limit, do you think, or a cutoff or um, a starting point no, that you approve honestly, of? honestly, there isn't. So if you, let's say, were someday the um, dietitian director or the dietary director of, like, a nursery school, <laughs> you think it's cool for the kids in the nursery school to, like, you know, have some, like, cookies so and cream? So you guys mentioned a lot of... Um points in the beginning portion of this podcast um but one of the things that you guys kind of forgot to mention was the fact that there are so many components that go into the cannabis plant so there's not only the thc component but there's also the cbd component which is usually what um practitioners and medical practitioners out there are using to treat illnesses and they have it doesn't have any psychoactive effects like thc does and so, in my opinion, you can enjoy the plant without even experiencing all those negative um, qualities that were mentioned earlier. You hear that, folks? There's new ways to enjoy it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, the, like you said, there's like 60 cannabinoids within the plant that still need um, researching uh, that they're saying could potentially help with certain diseases uh, down the line if people can actually research it. Yeah, for sure. And in order for people to research it, they have to partake. 
Or they have to legalize it or or have it well, accessible to them in areas where they can do that type of research. I think the question of legality has a lot more to do with the practice than it actually does have to do with the existence. You understand? So if they're practicing it for research purposes, I don't think legality is a question because if you think about it, a lot of these, you know, prescribed drugs, mm. they should be illegal because some totally. of these things will automatically kill you. Yeah. yeah. You know, if like you take a pill and then stand in direct sunlight and you explode, that should be illegal. Absolutely. You and know? yet these pharmaceutical companies get away with selling these drugs, which are bad for you so many side effects it, 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 you you can count them and yet they are able to sell them now you i just want to say when was the last time someone died from smoking weed or ingested weed? it, it just happened. never happened that we know of that ever. we know of that's you true know? it just has not happened because it's not a drug that can do that to you or have those physical uh effects on you in that way yeah it make you loopy do I mean, do but, that but, that but we know of though that that's we know drugs kill you i have there to say there are so though. many and yet pharmaceutical companies are allowed to sell these drugs which are harmful to folks right you but know, they, the more you use them the more you become addicted to them the more your body tends to need them Ed, there is a hypocrisy in that in my opinion it's like those commercials on tv that they're, they're selling those um medications and some of the side effects are diarrhea, blah, 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 blah. You, exactly. you get scared just by listening to the... It's yeah. one after another. Exactly. <laughs> and, and there's it's a whole one, line. One, I mean, one after another. All the, all the bad... They tell you everything that's wrong with the, exactly. with, with the drug. It's to the that's point, so, yeah. That's by supposed the, by, to take away yeah. the sniffles. And by the time by, <laughs> by the time the commercial's over, you're like, I don't want that drug. You're like, yo... Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess me up. You tell the doctor, be like, like yo, I'm really? here for sweaty palms. Why are you giving me something that's going to make me speak to the dead? I mean, it says if you're having... Thoughts of suicide after taking this drug stop using. I'm cool like, with sweaty really? palms. I don't want to kill myself when I blaze up. Yeah, not at that, all. But right, but we're not we're not talking about how horrible that is and that it's really hypocritical because at the end of the day, weed is still considered an illegal substance in a lot of places because you know? it is and laughed out of court almost substance. every yeah. time. You're absolutely no, no, right. No, laughed but out of court in New York City right yes. now. Because there's certain states where, guess what? They'll still yeah. run you out back and you stay tied up till someone figures out what the hell is really going to happen. I'm sure there is. You know? Well, look, um, to not keep our guests here too long because she's obviously very busy working on her product line, <laughs> Janika, please tell us more about where we can find more of your products and yes, what kind please. of events you have coming up. I'm going to try to push out another roasting show. So you can Are we invited? That. Are we invited? Yeah, of course. You guys have we'll be there. on me. <laughs> we will be there. Most of everything that we do as far as selling wise is done on social media. So you can just follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's Homegrown NYC. And on Twitter, it is Homegrown NYC. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for Thank having you. me. Thank, Thank you for coming. <laughs> All right. So now let's get into a quick little history overview of cannabinoid, cannabis, hemp where it started well hemp is actually the fiber and the seed part of the plant as opposed to the flower part of the plant which is legally considered marijuana the fiber and the seeds are of incredible value and it's why hemp is often called a cash crop it's a very hardy plant and it grows very quickly in very diverse soil conditions and it's used for all sorts of things like paper they infuse exactly. it into lip products and makeup and you can find it in a, a whole bunch of things actually one of my favorite products is burt's beeswax yes um i love using like the cuticle lotion 
I, and the lip balm. I go nowhere without my lip balm. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my favorite ones was eucalyptus hemp oil lip balm by Burt's Beeswax, but they don't have it anymore. And it felt fantastic. I maybe because of the hemp oil. I have no idea. Uh, does does the hemp that. the hemp get you high? It it can yes. Or uh, elevator uh, or lift uh, it. It, 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 can, it has an effect definitely. I mean, uh, I for instance, uh, I switched as a weed smoker. Uh, back when you was a kid, we used uh, what we call a blunt. I I no longer use that because the paper was just too harsh for my throat. And See, so that's I interesting. I over to the paper, which is called raw, but it's made of hemp. So it is a paper product used to, obviously, you put the weed inside and you roll it up. And it has a much more, uh, at least for me, uh, a, a less harsh feeling than a, a, a cigar paper would because basically you're smoking cigar paper tobacco. and that's tobacco, yeah, it's tobacco and it's a very harsh feeling. You get none of those that harsh feeling when you use hemp paper. One of the things that I recall historically about the history of hemp or the industry of hemp is that the Native Americans were very versed, very well versed in the many uses for hemp. From what they used to make their shoes with, to their clothing, to their oils, to their soaps, everything was hemp. And then when the settlers arrived, the settlers were very anti that because they brought along their own things that they wanted to impose on the natives and say, no, you're going to use this now. And they're like, no, we use this. This stuff grows all over the place. We can use that. You don't need to import stuff. We don't need to buy nothing from you. So then what happens was the settlers, they did what they had to do. If they wanted their business to thrive, they destroyed the crop. So by destroying the crops and acres and acres of hemp crops, the Native Americans then found themselves at a disadvantage and then they had to succumb to buying the products that the settlers were offering. So in part, the history of hemp and marijuana has been frowned upon and weighed upon and I would say maybe a little bit disenfranchised by Protestant settlers. I agree absolutely. I mean, it's just another uh, a, a typical anti-American way of thinking when it came to the nature. Well, it wasn't America yet. It wasn't America yet. It wasn't America yet. So what? It's the, I'm using the wrong terminology, but it was white people, Europeans, Protestants, okay, Waskies. Protestants against natives of a different culture and automatically assumed to be savages and looked upon in a negative way. So everything that they were or had knowledge of, including hemp and its many forms and its many uses, was looked upon in a or frowned upon by the Europeans as, no, you're not doing that. We're going to tell you what it, it, it's, it's typical. So pro and con, we're still tied up with one pro, one con. And one of the things that helped us arrive at the pro was talking about medicinal usage versus the heavy dependency on other drugs, which may become a lot more lethal and addictive. Um, so let's go into some of the alternatives as to why marijuana should be accepted over these other, I guess, prescribed drugs. I, I have a quick question for everyone here on the panel. Who is in favor of uh, the legalization of weed? Anyone? Let's start with Lisa. For me, I'm not necessarily in favor of it. I think that we can get a lot of uses out of hemp. 
because it you can't really get you high, but there's so much more we can do with it. And you can actually use the seed, and it's very nutritious. I can't even breathe, but it's very nutritious <laughs> for you. <laughs> and there's no smoke. She lost. Right? It's so funny. She <laughs> lost her breath at nutritious. Yeah, it was very nutritious. Also, um, it's a nut. It's got like a nutty flavor, and it's got like 30% fat. It's got omega six, alpha linoleic acid, and omega threes, and it's got several uh, health benefits. Kind of like chia seeds and flax seeds. Right. There you go. Can we that, smoke that those? Kind of, no, you can't. Can't smoke those, but you can definitely put them in your foods and your cereals and your yogurt. I met a dude one time that s- told me you can smoke anything. It's oh, what I'm it sure does you, to you. I'm totally <laughs> sure you can. I'm totally sure you can. You see, the, the, the issue that I have with the legalization of okay. marijuana is part of, the, part of it is we just don't know who's going to take that and and profit from it and how are they going to profit from it so it, you know, and we, you're against it then is I'm what totally you're saying against it. I'm so totally okay, against okay. It. we got one vote against okay. marijuana alex how do you feel about the legalization legalize please legalize <laughs> so we got one legalize one no legalize and joining us right now on the panel is our friend Eric Ariola, music producer slash actor slash a bunch of cool things and welcome Eric. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, for me, I go with what Lisa said. I don't think it needs to be legalized, but I also like that she had some substance behind that. She said that there is some nutritional uh, values to it. So if you take out the um, the stuff that makes it addictive, the stuff that makes it mess with your mental ability and mental state and you're left with all these other properties, then that's something that I think could be investigated. But if it's illegal, it's illegal. Um, uh, Until then, I feel like it should just be researched more, which was something that was mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we can draw conclusions. But for now, no. I I automatically think we should be legalized. I'm not against it whatsoever. Tallying that up, we have two legalized, two not legalized, and I guess I'm going to be the tiebreaker here. And I will say I am 100% behind the legalization of marijuana. And one of the main reasons is because I find it remarkable, a lot of the research that is put in that concludes that marijuana is a healthier approach to dealing with a, a lot of ailments and to assist people who are battling, like for instance with cancer, if you're undergoing chemo, one of the things that they ask you to do is to better deal with it, try some marijuana. If you suffer from glaucoma, practicing marijuana. The recreation, to, to have it as a recreational drug is, I think, a little embarrassing because if you are, you know, just like when it comes to alcohol, let me get into that. You know, alcohol, I think, is a lot more dangerous than anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Just like caffeine, just like nicotine. You have 10 Red Bulls, your heart will explode. That's caffeine. That's caffeine and taurine, all right, which I think taurine is like bull piss, all right, but people love it. The, the groups now going out to the nightclubs, to the social clubs and hanging out, because they don't want to go in smelling like weed, they'd rather do other things that leave no smell on you, and those things, they mix them with alcohol, and before you know it, they're passing out. They're Absolutely. like on the floor rolling Absolutely. around. But you because see, they don't know what they're doing. But you bring up a good point because the thing with me and, and smoking weed is I don't want, first of all, I don't want to smell like cigarettes. I don't want to smell like weed, and I don't really want to have to inhale that behind you. Like, mm-hmm. why should I have to get your secondhand smoke, mm-hmm. you know, in my system, which is not good for me? 
why should I have to inhale that? And that, that's what I mean about the recreational. I think recreational is embarrassing. If you're going to use marijuana, use it because you know that it helps you cope with something. And now that's no longer recreational. Now that's medicinal. You've, it's like saying, you know what? I can buy ivory soap, but it dries out my skin. I'd rather buy, you know, uh, something with jaboba or something with shea butter in it. Right. right. But now if you're saying, hey, listen, guys, right now I need to, you know, lather my body with shea butter. So, you know, leave me out of this. And why aren't you paying your bills? <laughs> oh, because I need to put some shea butter on. At that point, it's an embarrassment. Yeah. Now, um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, the reason I'm for the legalization of marijuana is because we had an epidemic here in New York City um, a couple of months back and it spread out worldwide. And it was this whole rampant usage of K2. One reason people were using K2 and mainly it was teenagers because it was it was very accessible throughout your local bodega or, you know, even candy store. And three, because the cops were not coming after you if you're smoking synthetic marijuana. But now what happened to them? They started dropping like flies. All right. I saw a guy get on the train. The dude looked gray like he literally looked gray. His skin color was gray. And it freaked me out. I'm like, maybe he was working, breaking down asbestos or something, and he looked but great. Remember, it's synthetic, right? And and synthetic. and you know what's crazy? A crackhead got on the train and looked at him, and said, "That K two shit's gonna kill you, bro." <laughs> and that's when I said, "You know what? When a crackhead is telling you yes. you got problems, a crackhead, yes. you got problems, you got problems." Yes. I agree. You yes, know what I'm I saying? Agree. So that's why I'm for the legalization of marijuana. And then on top of that. All you got to do is get on there, watch a couple of marijuana documentaries. Listen, Latinos, for real, I know what our grandparents said. Trust me, I remember. My grandmother, she would see me with an earring. She's like, oh, you have an earring? You're going to be smoking marijuana in the future. I'm like, really? You have ripped jeans on? That's garbage. You're going to be smoking marijuana in the future. So I'm looking at myself. I got an earring and I got ripped jeans. Oh, shit. I'm a hippie. I'm supposed to smoke marijuana, you know? <laughs> But it's not like that. You go to a department store today, you're, sp you're spending more money on ripped jeans than you are on jeans that are intact. Think about that. Uh, our, our parents' generation raised us under one impression, and I think because they used a lot of fear to raise us, you know, and, and, and el cuco this and el cuco that, and eso duele, y eso te va a picar, and, and, and Diosito's watching. And yes, that's all beautiful. That is all beautiful. But I'm going to tell you this. Marijuana is a natural ingredient it grows from our earth from earth now yes it is controlled so, so does opioids it comes from a poppy from poppy seed okay and but it's a beautiful and the poppies are beautiful flowers but what was the initial reason to use opioids is to help you deal with pain cope with whatever ailments you are but you're, you're dealing with right but that's also where heroin comes from truth it's to my point truth to my point yes you know what yes. i'm saying that there's there's an excess to anything there's yes. gonna be people will find how to get yes. the thing you can out become of become addicted to uh heroin and opioid absolutely that most is, but you cannot i, I i'm i've still and i'm going to debate this there's no addiction to weed no physical addiction now maybe you might have a a desire uh mental but there's no fit there's nothing physically telling me oh i need some weed i need some weed 
But I've actually heard people all, say that. As have I, yes. I mean, for me, I have to disagree with that. There's well, people that I work with that that's what they go to and that's how they cope. Me, personally, I don't smoke because I like my money too much. I like to be able to, you know, I feel like there's other things that I can invest in. And a list was mentioned earlier of the things, the side effects of people that smoke weed. And I'm like, I, those things don't make me productive. They won't make me, people will say that they use it for creative purposes. But me, if true, I'm doing many anything, of those that, that, whether it's I'm working, whether I'm creating, I want to be on point because like if you're doing a show if you're writing something if you're doing whatever it is you want to be your best absolutely you want to remember it you want to remember what you're doing <laughs> i don't understand this mindset of oh i'm just gonna uh bring th like i feel like you're not really a creative if you have to go outside of yourself um not not so much like you can get inspiration from other things but it shouldn't have to be chemically induced if that makes any sense because that feel makes like, absolute I feel sense like that's cheating no, but I, I agree I, that makes absolute nothing sense is fair in, instead of love and war, it's nothing is fair in being creative. I don't know. but um. The only reason why I think this should it should be legal is because people tend to like things that are illegal. They want to challenge. Another thing is, listen, I was born and raised in Washington Heights. Everybody sold drugs on the block except for me. That's the bottom line. Why did they sell drugs? Because, one, they didn't speak English or they weren't from this country or they couldn't find a real job or blah, blah, blah. They were illegal. And it was the easiest thing to do. And the other thing is it was a lot of easy money. I mean, I'm not talking about dimes and cents. I'm talking about 18-year-olds with a, a 1992 BMW parked in front of me when, I still, when I'm still working in McDonald's. Mm -hmm. It's a process. It's a mentality. People want something that they can't have. If it's illegal, they're going to want it even more. If they, if they make it legal and you have to go through a process, it's the same thing as alcohol. Alcohol, when it was illegal, they had um, bootleggers. They had these little spots that you had to go uh, underground to, to back in the days of um, and the point prohibition. Prohibition. Yeah. Is the, is, it is exactly the same thing. There's, there's no, the only difference is that marijuana comes from, from the earth and, and alcohol, you had to make it turn it in into a, a in a lab the point is legalizing something is not gonna all of a sudden better because <laughs> alcohol very legal alcoholism hasn't spiked hasn't decreased it's pretty much the same it's legal and there are a lot of people who don't drink you have the right not yeah. to do it if you legalize weed it doesn't mean you have to go do it because it's legal. You can abuse alcohol or other substances, cigarettes, and really cause harm. A and cause harm to others, too. You can abuse marijuana and not cause harm, really. Let's, be, let's keep it. I don't know. I don't know how, that's 100% true. I don't know that that's true I, I either. I can say this. Right now. You're not caught. It, it's what harm are you causing really to, 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 to others really? Unless you can do it by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now what harm. First of all, and I, and I tell you this because this happened to me not that long ago. I, I was walking down a street and they were smoking so much weed that it really literally got on my clothes. I had to wash my hair. I had to take off all my clothes and put it in a plastic bag to take it to the laundry because it was stinking up my apartment. You went to an event or where? where no, you down the block. Down, Just walking walk down a block. That cost me time. That cost me money that I wasn't planning on spending. I'm smelling that stuff and I don't want to smell it, you and, know, and, for me. And sorry to interrupt. Right now there is a bill going on in New York City on smokers that they can't walk with their cigarettes lit. They have to be in a in a zone or, or stand still <laughs> okay. in order to smoke 
because of the same thing that you're yeah. talking about. But that doesn't mean that cigarettes are going to be illegal because of that. Exactly. And, and, and you can choose not to do it. Cigarettes are legal and they're the and worst. You, and you, it's the worst product to and be yes. addicted to. The and, worst. Because that will kill you. And, and even, you can choose not to do it. even if it was just around the block, it's illegal for them to smoke it outside. Correct. But you could have crossed the street as well if you saw them there. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the wind, you exactly. can't control the wind. The wind from blowing it towards you, or you can't, but you can't control. Right, but okay. why should why should I have to cross the street to go around a, a group street. of people to get to my building when I'm already on the street of my building? I you agree. understand what I'm saying? Like that that's one thing. But to to the point about it, maybe not hurting you. The reality of it is, is that when you smoke something, you are creating a chemical reaction. Yes. So whether you're smoking paper, in essence, no matter what it is, or you're lighting up some kind of substance, you're still creating a chemical reaction. The point what I was trying to say is if, for instance, if you go out in one night and abuse alcohol, you're going to cause a lot more harm on yourself and others. Heart. Exactly. You're going to crash. You're going to do something. But who's to say you couldn't do the same off It's beat. not the same. It's, and with it's that being said, facts. I wanted to say it, this. It's in numbers and Well, statistics. I don't know about that because I, I know people that smoke weed and they're very clumsy. So put them behind the wheel of a car and let's see what happens. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk about is the whole gateway and how people say marijuana is uh, legal. Um, sorry, natural until you lace it with something. I mm -hmm. think when people buy things, they don't have no idea what's going into, excuse me, into what they're buying. They just think, oh, I'm going to trust the salesman's word on it mm -hmm. until one day, you know, until they're bugging out, losing their minds, going crazy, and they have no idea what's in their system. I don't know if the flavor changes. From time to time, after whatever whatever you smoke, but there could be different. There well, that's, could the be same when, well, that's the same when that's the same when alcohol. But what you're saying, when alcohol was uh, an illegal substance, you had moonshine. I mean, it was bad alcohol. Now, of course, you ain't gonna sell bad weed or or you synthetic can sell weed with or, heroin or, 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 with or, or that's not the, the, that, that's not that, that, that's the not the person buying doesn't know what they're buying. Legalization and would require a, a legalization would require uh, regulations. There are regulations that were put upon alcohol when it became legal, okay? With cigarettes, there are regulations. These regulations curtail such as something like that happening with laced weed. Now, oh, come it on. being no being illegal, you can. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no regulation whatsoever. You're right, but what I'm saying is, you think that people really are gonna follow regulations in all alcohol cases? business had that, to do it. Try to make their alcohol had to had to had to abide by the regula regulations that the federal government imposed on them to make alcohol. You're, you're gonna you're gonna have to remember, you're not gonna be buying. Um, weed from Fulano de Tal in the exactly. corner anymore. Exactly. You, you don't have um, a subsidy exactly. of, of Newport or or Marlboro selling you weed now. Why and not? Which is a well, you might have. They're still going to sell it. Yeah, and then they will. Put, they could put things in it to make but, it more enticing. But I'll, I'll tell you this: this is the bottom line. It's this, a slippery slope. And, the, and yeah. this is and this is a fact that's always happened with any kind of item that wasn't legal and turned legal. When it, it turns into a profit for a company, a big company, they're going to make their money and they're going to want to keep on making that money. Mm -hmm. Why do we still have cigarettes? How much make taxes money. do you do you pay on cigarettes? They don't care. They're still making it. They're and still, we know it kills you. And, exactly. and everybody We know knows. it kills you. There, there's no denying it, but it's still sold. It's still sold. It's legal, but you can choose not to do it. 
I choose not to celebrate 420 or acknowledge it as a holiday. And I will choose to celebrate it when we make 421 National Drug Testing Day. Because <laughs> then you. the people there you that go. show up I'm to work that. making I'm all these mistakes. Yeah. Thank you. The people that show up to work making all these mistakes, now we all get to make mistakes because now, like, I don't think it's fair. We, like, certain people get to be, it. somebody mentioned earlier about the UPS guy, like, it's okay for him not to do his job. All right, like, let me show up to work and make mistakes and let's see how everything goes around. I agree, I agree. So I, agree. I, I, someone, I mean, you shouldn't be drunk doing it. The point is, you shouldn't be drunk at work. I agree with right? that. I agree. And, and I never really either. thought, someone who is pro-weed, uh, pro and I've been smoking, so honestly, since so I about 12 years old, I agree with that. I don't, and I never really thought 420 was a holiday. To be honest with you, it's not a holiday. And and, and I'm gonna oh, tell you, is. and I'm gonna tell you one no, thing. No, it's not a holiday. And I'm gonna tell you, and I'm it's I'm practically near almost 40 now, and I've never been to one of those events in Washington Square Park. I thought about it, I fantasized about it, and I've thought, yeah, let's cut school and go, but I never did it. See, I can only speak and, I, for, and it's a bullshit holiday. Like there's so many other bullshit yeah, holidays. I, I, I can only speak for myself right. when it comes right. being a, a smoker. There was a time I did not smoke when I served my country in the Marines. I couldn't smoke. That's good to know. It could not smoke. And you know what? I was doing focused. something that was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. If weed was to become legal, doesn't mean it's gonna spike up use. No, it's just legal now. I'm I'm for I the whole for that. I'm absolutely. For, I'm for the whole mentality that if it were to become legalized, it would decrease usage because the actual people who do it because it's, you know, clandestine and underground and exclusive and my crew and whatnot, guess what? They could be like, Well now everybody's smoking. Forget it. Now I'm gonna move on to maybe exactly. something else. I so maybe my, there the four years that I did not smoke may, in the sir I had no physical um ailments i wasn't uh like oh i need i really wasn't i was just like hey i'm good it's not it wasn't a big deal for me what i wanted to share with regards to this topic is number one i remember a tv dad saying one time having that marijuana talk because you know remember the sitcoms where we have that one you know say no to drugs episode right okay so i remember i watched one episode and this is what opened my mind up to the potential non-negative approach at viewing marijuana the TV dad said, if it's natural and comes from the earth, it's okay. If it requires government approval and it's created in a lab, then I say, hey. Like, hey. <laughs> I forgot what show it was. So was that, I don't remember that in Full House. It was, yo, it, well, it obviously wasn't Full House. I don't think it was Full House. It wasn't Bill Cosby. I don't think that was Full House or Family Matters. It was not Bill Cosby. Funniest home videos, maybe. I don't know. But that right there, that whole, you know, it's okay or, yo, hey. Don't do that because look, I'm the my son is 13 years old and I'm not oblivious to the fact that he is about to be exposed to all that. He's about to go to a private high school. And one thing I do know is that when you're around the rich kids, you're not around really good influences. You're around people that have access to a lot of shit. And I try to explain that to my son, you know, and that he's moving closer to that. And I have told them. The moment you're doing something that you will not proudly do in front of your grandparents and your mother or myself, that's an indicator that you shouldn't be doing it. Mm. Now, if you are going to do it and it is something that's going to cost me money or your mother money and it's something that you don't have to go into your pocket to support, 
then shame on you mm-hmm. because you're misusing our funds in trusting you to make the right decisions. Just like the government. And then lastly, yeah, well, we are we are the G, the GOVT to our kids. Yeah. We regulate on everything. Oh, no, I'm saying misusing uh, funds, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh you mean the government misusing <laughs> yeah, our funds. Yeah, you're right. I agree with yeah. that. And then the last thing that I wanted to say about that is there needs to be a lot more conversation. If you have kids, if you're listening and you have kids, Talk to your kids about this Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. approach it from more of a... S- and, and listen, be a parent, okay? Stop trying to be a friend, all right? My mother and my father, they used to tell me every day growing up, I'm not your friend, I'm your parent. Well, okay. Okay, first, and, 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 that, yeah. and I'm, not ex- I'm not saying have not have a relationship with your child, but you're, you're, you shouldn't be afraid to have to discipline your child and worry about if your child's going to be upset with you mm-hmm. or it's going to affect your... No, you are the parent, period, period. It always starts at home. Exactly. So tell them they can only smoke weed when they can afford it themselves <laughs> that's and right. it's legal. <laughs> right. right. Hey, if it, that's the whole point, Lisa. If you make that choice to smoke weed, you should actually be an adult. Exactly. My And... and, uh, and adult my advice to anyone that's going to try anything even if it's alcohol even if it's you know two red bulls whatever it is do it in a controlled environment around people that you trust the moment you're trying to go do something on your own and you're looking over your shoulder and anything catastrophic can happen at any time and you don't want to ruin your life over you know you know i guess fulfilling your curiosity Mm -hmm. so so far we're at Bueno or malo, it's still tied. And okay, malo. so all right, Lisa, you say? <laughs> I say malo. So that's two malos, one bueno. I'll say muy malo. He says muy malo. That's going <laughs> to yes. count as two, three. That's three malos. Go. Three malos, Ed. Bueno. Alex. Muy bueno. <laughs> I think it's still tied. I'm going to be the tiebreaker. I'm going to say if Ed? you trust your friends and it's your own money. And you're not being irresponsible, and you're not borrowing your credit line to or pay EBT. for your herb. And you're not driving. And you're not driving, then it's bueno. But if you're doing all the other things that I just said you shouldn't be doing to do it, then it's muy, muy, muy malo. Henry, what do you think? Bueno, bueno, make it legal. Let's, let's get it over with, and, and we'll find out what happens in the future. And if it doesn't work, we'll make it illegal again. Simple. So I think, I think we, we've arrived at like five buenos and three malos. I, so, I, I think that's the count. The sanganos that we are. So, all right. So, um, I guess in closing, let's talk a little bit about about 420. Alex, give us a rundown on what 420 is, being that it is not the holiday. Well, 420, as we know, is a term originated from the police. It was a code that meant marijuana smoking in progress. But as we stumble our, our way through the hazy past of the true origins of this iconic phase... One blunt truth emerges. 420 did not originate with the law enforcement, but with a group of high school students in Damn the 20s. I mean, in the 1970s. In the 1970s. So much like everything marijuana related, there seems to be one version, and then the truth totally dismantles that version. And then you're just left to make your own conclusion. But that's America. Okay. And that's everything. And that's the Sparkcast. And that's the Sparkcast. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. Let's go around real quick. Let's get everybody to plug what they're doing, starting with you, Eric, being that you're our special guest. Oh, my name is Eric Ariola. At 
HRTV24, and I'm doing absolutely nothing, so you guys can look forward to that. Um, yeah, that's it. Yes. Just, just check me out on Instagram. He's hilarious. Go, guys. Check Eric out on Instagram, yes, all right? Yes. Go ahead, Ed. How much uh, El Coqui, it's me. Uh, catch me on Instagram. That's Edwin Coqui Perez on Instagram. Lisa? Check me out on Instagram, at Lisa Rodriguez Live. Check me out at grade A underscore music, M-U-Z-I-K 80. Thank you guys for listening. Well, this is Henry Adames, and my Instagram is Canaya Mayor, which is with a K, K-N-A-Y-A Mayor. If you don't know Spanish, it's major with a Y. <laughs> we do a lot of things. We do graphic design. We do DJing. We do MC. If you like any of the artwork that the Funny Latino has, it is all created by the Hank Adams, a.k.a. the agent Henry Adames from Los Canayas. All right. Well, with that said, we want to thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the SparkCast. Our very first episode was projected to receive about 5,000 streams. And I want to say that uh, within one week and a couple of days, we've reached almost 10,000 streams. And that's thanks to you. Please keep subscribing, liking, and sharing. And if you think we suck, then tell us that. There's a comment section on both the Google Play and the iTunes Store. Share this with your friends. Thank you for supporting Latinos in podcasting. This is your boy, Roman S, the Funny Latino. Follow me on Instagram at the Funny Latino. That's T-H-E-F-U-N-N-Y-L-A-T-I-N-O or on Instagram, or YouTube, or Twitter, or any of that. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you for joining us on the SparkCast. Later.